0: Hi there folks, welcome to the program brought to you of course by Midas Gold Group, MidasGoldGroup.com. Now is the time to put your money into precious metals. We see inflation going up, the stock market going down, your security, your privacy, your safety, everything is at stake. Put some money into precious metals. Midas Gold Group can help you do that. MidasGoldGroup.com, 855-322-GOLD. We're grateful for their sponsorship of Stinchfield, the podcast. Yes, that's what you're listening to. That's what you're watching. So happy to have you along I told you I would never give up on January 6th. I would never give up on January 6 I think everything going on with the January 6th trials is un-American, unconstitutional. I think they've been charged in unconstitutional manners, and it's a disgrace. Well, a man who has become my friend now, Jonathan Strand, John Strand, he reported to federal prison. So John Strand is now in federal prison in Miami. I had a chance to talk to him uh, via phone from prison to see how he is doing. A man who's totally innocent, had no business being imprisoned. We're going to talk to him. Then Fannie Willis. This is the rogue radical prosecutor in Fulton County, Georgia. We're going to lay out all of the biased things that she's done, all of the acts that prove she is a partisan hack, including her dad was a was a uh, Black Panther, and then you've got the situation where uh, she was dating one of the gang members that uh, she ended up prosecuting those members of the gangs. It's just none of it adds up. We're going to go through that with Cash Patel, and then your Wi-Fi router. Your Wi-Fi router is it safe? Um, we're going to talk about that as a. Uh, as Stinchfield starts right now. Uncensored and unapologetic. This is Stinchfield. Here's your host, Grant Stinchfield. All right, folks. I had the opportunity to interview a man who's become a very good friend of mine. He's a January 6th defendant. He's not even a defendant anymore. He's been convicted. He got 32 months in prison. To set the story up, his name is John Strand. He was a bodyguard that day, working for Simone Gold, one of the frontline doctors, a very famous woman, highly respected. They were set to give a speech. They had a permit to give a speech on the steps of the Capitol. He was there to protect her. They get swept into the Capitol. I have watched the video of every step they took in the Capitol. Not one piece of violence. Not one yelling and screaming. Not one getting in the faces of police officers. Not one being in a place where you would think you shouldn't be because police officers were literally escorting them around. They were trying to find their way out of the Capitol. He gets convicted and gets 32 months in prison. Well, two weeks ago, he turned himself in to the Bureau of Prisons, and they sent him to a level one prison in Miami, Florida. Uh, It is not pretty. I want to play you some of these clips because it's not often you get to hear from uh, an inmate inside a prison, but that's exactly what we did on the Real America's Voice program. Well, he had to report a couple weeks ago to prison. He is in Miami. He is also on the phone there now, joining us uh, from that prison. John Strand, welcome to the program, my friend. Grant, it's always great to be on. Thank you for having me. and thank-
1: This call is from a federal prison.
0: There you go. Well, it's so official. Th-
1: yeah. They- There you go. Well, I'll 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 be straight with you. A prison is no picnic. It's not. It's not comfortable. It's it's a painful experience, and it's a shock to the system for someone that has always been, of course, a law-abiding, upstanding citizen, and uh, conducted themselves in such a way that this kind of environment is not natural or expected in any way. Uh, So, if I knew it was coming, I knew that the uh, politicization of January 6th and the, and the Washington, D.C. district was such that they were, I, was, uh, I was not innocent until proven guilty. I was guilty until proven convicted. I knew that two years ago, Grant, so I've been preparing for this for two years.
0: Um, to think about a man like that having to prepare to go to prison because the system was so stacked against him, you can't get a fair trial in Washington, D.C. if you were a January 6th defendant today. There's no way the judges are all biased. The jury pool is all biased. Remember, they're pulling from Washington. I don't think there's any conservatives that actually live in Washington. I'm not even convinced there's any conservatives that actually visit Washington. I'm talking about congressmen and women. I only got a handful, maybe, that are actually real conservatives. My buddy Matt Gates, Lauren Boebert, Marjorie Taylor Greene, uh, Troy Nels, and a, and a few others, but not many up there. So his judge, by the way, had dated Simone Gold. Simone Gold took a plea agreement. She got three months in jail. She had to serve six weeks because she got half the time off for for good time. She takes a plea bargain. John Strand says, I'm not going to take a plea bargain because I didn't do anything wrong. I don't know. I think it may have been a mistake. I love the boldness of standing firm and standing true to your beliefs. Quite honestly, it's an inspiration. But clearly a mistake here. The judge doesn't recuse himself. He dated Simone Gold. He was also Simone Gold's judge. She thought he was going to be fair. He sentences her, and then lo and behold, this guy gets 32 months when he gave Simone Gold three months out of a plea deal. How does that make any sense? Sounds like jealousy may have been at play from the judge. Add in another aspect of biasness in all of this.
1: But as much as you can prepare for a plunge in the Arctic, you still get your breath knocked out of you when you jump in. And the first couple of weeks in here... We're really difficult, both physically and mentally, uh, but God is faithful, and he's been so, he, he's just blessed me richly with uh, peace and strength and some really kind, decent people around me, uh, and so I'm doing well, and I'm keeping my spirits high, and I'm um, really excited for the opportunities God will give me here to continue working and continue advocating for truth well. and for President Trump and whatever I can do from here.
0: I mean, it's amazing. Like, he sounds upbeat, right? How do you sound upbeat where literally he's in a tiny prison cell, the food is horrible, you don't get to move around, they tell you when to go to the bathroom, they tell you when to eat, they tell you when to wake up? That should be reserved for the most hardened criminals. What do we do the story in Los Angeles about the, the sniffing Barnes & Noble guy? Caught on camera, sniffing women's butts, and he's let out a day after being arrested, peeping into the windows of a Glendale family home. He has multiple convictions for sex-related crimes, multiple burglary convictions, and he's let out a day later, and my friend John Strand, who did nothing on January 6th, now faces almost three years of, of his life in a federal penitentiary. What has happened to this country? You know, John, uh, the human spirit is amazing, and I've watched people go through the hardest things in their life that I would think I'd never be able to go through, and I'm sure they said the same things when they saw other people, and yet you managed to get through this. I'm sure our viewers have a lot of questions like, anyone messing with you? What's the food like? Are you in a little tiny cell? I mean, this for walking around the Capitol, can you answer a few of those questions briefly?
1: Yes, sure, and, and we will have continued updates. I'm still posting live to my Twitter and social feeds and my website, uh, so please keep eyes on that and I'll continue to give stories and details. But yes, I'm in an actual prison in a, a very small cell. It's, it's, it's too small. But I have a good cellmate, and he's been wonderful, so it makes it tolerable, um, and I'm, I'm safe. There's, there's, there, I don't think there's any real significant danger to my physical safety, um, but it is a prison. So it's, it's very constrictive. Uh, I'm locked down, you know, most of the day, um, except for a few momentary moments of, of, of movement, which are never consistent. So. There is no schedule, there's no consistency, there doesn't seem to be much logic to the way things work here, and that's part of the difficulty, is managing, um, it's just, just learning to be very flexible, more than I've ever had to be in my life.
0: I had another friend uh, who messed up pretty good. He, he was in prison for healthcare fraud. And he said exactly what John said, nothing worked. Now that was a business executive, okay? Nothing worked efficiently, everything's backwards, you can't do anything, he says he has no energy as well. No energy because the food does not have any protein in it, it doesn't really have any nutrients in it. I said, can't you get yourself a protein shake? Like, or is there something you can... No, they don't even sell that at the commissary.
1: You know, it, not, not necessarily specifically, but I have, I have learned since I got here that, um, you know, the January 6th story was of course well known to everyone, both staff and inmates. Um, and I've learned that my coming was was known, and so people have understood why I'm here. And I found this response to be overwhelmingly positive
0: across the board. And that was a question about: Are the guards messing with you? Do they? How do they feel about what you're doing I- inside prison and the J Six? And he says, really, for the most part, everyone's treated them with respect, which uh, which is a good thing. I'll play one more clip for you. Um, this is John Strand, J er uh, on the Real America's Voice show.
1: Um, I've had actually no negative interactions. I've had some people pull me aside and say, hey, you know, I think you're a hero and what you did is heroic and, and I'm, pr- you know, I'm proud of the efforts that you're making in support of, you know, the America First agenda. Um, and so I, I really see that the people, in, at least in terms of the circle that I have around me here, are, are on the right side and they know, they know that January 6th was a fraud. The thing I hear most from people is, man, that was a setup. They had agents involved in instigating violence. And I tell them, yeah, I know. I, I, I've seen and heard it myself. So, <laughs>
0: Well, God bless John Strand, and we wish him the best, if there's any way to have the best in, in prison. But my prayers are with him, and uh, he does not deserve to be there. We are in a position as a nation right now where this nation is so weaponized against conservatives, including President Trump, One other reason why you need President Trump in office is because he says he will pardon most of these January Sixers, and he should. All right, folks, I want to tell you about a new movie that is out. It is called The Hill, and it is absolutely fabulous. Don't miss one of the most inspirational movies of the summer. Briarcliff Entertainment's The Hill, starring Dennis Quaid, is now playing in theaters. The incredible true-life story of professional baseball player Ricky Hill. Growing up in poor, small-town Texas, young Ricky discovers his extraordinary ability for hitting a baseball. But with leg braces and degenerative spinal disease, the major leagues were just a dream that could never be. Courageously, Ricky Hill risks it all. Defying his father's wish to follow in his footsteps to become a pastor, Ricky tries out for a major league scout, pushing hard to overcome his disability. He goes on to become a baseball phenom. From the writer of Rudy and the Hoosiers and the writer of The Game Stands Tall, an inspirational story about family, faith, And a baseball miracle. Some dreams are unbreakable. The Hill, starring Dennis Quaid, Colin Ford, and Scott Glenn. Don't miss The Hill. Rated PGs in 30 in theaters now. Now playing Get Your Tickets Now. Well, folks, I want to give you some insight into who is Fannie Willis, this radical, deranged district attorney who just charged President Trump and 19 others in Fulton County, Georgia. Not only. Is she the daughter of a former Black Panther? That should tell you all you need to know about her political ideology. But let's go back to 2021, when she not only endorsed, but fundraised for a Democrat friend of hers running against a Republican. A Republican she targeted in a criminal probe. So she clearly has a history of using her office in an effort to rig elections.
2: I am here today to ask you to please help support my friend, Charlie Bailey, who is running for attorney general. Attorney general is the state's top prosecutor. Mr. Bailey is dedicated to community.
0: See, so see what she does? She's out there endorsing this guy and targeting with a criminal case, the opponent. She apparently also hid her prior relationship as the defense attorney for the founder of one of Atlanta's most notorious street gangs. Yet she found it okay to prosecute its members without disclosing the clear conflict of interest. President Trump talked about that. They say there's a young woman, uh, a young racist in Atlanta, she's a racist. And they say, I guess, they say that she was after a certain gang and she ended up having an affair with the head of the gang or a gang member. And this is a person that wants to indict me. She's got a lot of problems, but she wants to indict me to try and run for some other office. Well, as you know now, Mr. President, she most certainly did indict you and 19 others for tweeting to tell people to watch TV, which is literally insanity. Uh, Also literally, on the eve of that much anticipated indictment of President Trump, do you believe she sent out an email announcing the launch of her reelection campaign who does this a democrat i guess it reads friend we wanted you to know first that our new website is up and ready for you to share with your friends and family sign up to volunteer host an event blah 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 i don't need to read any more of it so that is her don't forget not only did she lead parts of the indi- leak parts of the indictment before the grand jury even ruled on it she leaked it out but she continuously bragged about her investigation into President Trump.
2: Since we've opened this, um, we've gotten, my security has doubled. Uh, We've gotten a lot of comments. Interestingly enough, um, the comments are always racist uh, and it's really just a waste of time and foolishness. It's not going to stop me from doing my job. You, you haven't done your job. You've
0: never done your job. And the only racist we should be talking about is her. She's the racist. She hates freedom. I guarantee you. Joining me now, former chief of staff, to the acting secretary of defense under President Donald Trump. He's also the author of the upcoming book, Government Gangsters, available for pre-order. Now our very good friend, Cash Patel, is back with us. Cash, welcome.
2: Hey, it's great to be with you, Grant. Thanks for having me.
0: I'm glad I didn't read your name in this indictment, Cash. I don't know. I was. I even Googled to see if my name was in it. I don't know. Maybe
2: they'd mention me from over at that other network sometime. It's coming. Like, it's coming. They just have to get the others out of the way. <laughs> I so mean, we what joke. do you
0: make of—yeah, yeah, we do, but you know, who knows in this world, sadly. Um, what do you make of Fannie Willis? This woman is just so out of line and so partisan.
2: Uh, Well, let's just put the legality aside. That's my background, national security prosecutor, public defender. And let's just show people a get out of jail free card if you live in Fulton County and are governed by this corrupt prosecutor. All you have to do is become a gang member and sleep with her and then you get a get out of jail free card. I mean, this is the woman that is prosecuting the presidential nominee for the Republican Party to be president again in 2024. Then there's the illegality of her acts. Forget the indictment itself. Every single state prohibits by law the disclosure of grand jury information unless authorized by a judge with a signature. Any action in contravention of that is a felony. She released the transcript, or excuse me, the indictment, identical copy, not six seconds before she took to the podium, six hours. And when she was confronted upon it at her nighttime, um, you know, five minutes of fame there announcing the Trump indictment, she lied to the world when she says, oh, I don't know how the clerk, the clerk of the courts work. This is a district attorney whose name is on every single charging document in that district by law. It is literally her job to process the paperwork through the courtroom. So I think Donald Trump's lawyers need to start right there at the illegality of the disclosure of grand jury information, which should toss the case its entirety. All right, so you believe
0: that even if she was convicted of this and convicted of the felony of leaking grand jury information, it would negate President Trump's entire case and the other
2: 19 others? That's the way the law works. Look, I'll analogize it to stuff everybody watching your show has seen. We've all seen murder mysteries and cops and robbers movies, and where where there's an overreach, a breaking of the Fourth Amendment, and a search warrant is applied for incorrectly. It doesn't matter if you find the videotape, the guns, the fruit of the the ill-gotten gains and proceeds, the case gets tossed because the Constitution comes first. Now, I'm not saying in this instance that what she charged Donald Trump with is actually illegal conduct. It's totally not. It's a bogus charade. Right. But couple that with the fact that she illegally started this investigation and charging document, the law demands that not only she be reprimanded and prosecuted and sent to prison, but the entire charging document is nullified. All right. So I hate even defending these indictments because almost like it
0: gives the legitimacy, but the reality is we're going to have to go in front of a judge. and going to have yeah. to defend it. So so we might as well. Mark Meadows, President Trump's former chief of staff. How dare he try to observe uh, vote counting in Cobb County? How dare he ask for phone numbers of leaders of the legislature? They're charged with this? Like President Trump saying, hey, watch, watch, uh, watch, watch another network out there or tune into TV and he's charged with this? He says it should be in federal court. I didn't think it should be a kangaroo court. I don't think it should be in any court. But does he have a play here to move this to federal court? And, and what does that do?
2: Not only him, every single one of the 19 co-defendants should be demanding this case go to federal court. Look, jurisdiction is the law of every state and the federal jurisdictions across the United States. You can either bring a case in state court or federal court and you can't bring them in both. And in this instance, this prosecutor, Fannie Willis, has admitted in her indictment that the violations of law governing the RICO statute she baselessly applied, regard federal law enforcement. That is a federal crime. So she has misfiled the case And I think Chief of Staff Meadows has come in and appropriately requested a federal judge review that matter. Now, she's also said she wants to try all 19 co-defendants inside of six months. That is a complete and total farce, which shows the intention by which she brought this case. These cases take two to four years at a minimum to adjudicate. And now that we have this federal jurisdiction issue going on, it's going to take months before the case even starts. In federal court. So there is no way this case goes to trial before the election unless the state of Georgia and its county in Fulton County rig the presidential election and the judicial system to try Donald Trump ahead of time, which they might do.
0: Cash, I have friends here in Dallas, wealthy friends, albeit, but uh, their divorces take longer than two to four years. How are you (laughs) going to get 19 19 defendants through in two to four years? She's dreaming it would never happen, and I don't think the defense attorneys would ever let it happen. What would be your advice to President Trump right now, facing all of these indictments, uh, all of the craziness? We know it's helping the campaign. What do you tell him to do right now?
2: I tell them what I've always told them, whether it's the indictment in New York, D.C., Miami, Georgia, and wherever the next kangaroo court cycle is going to come from. The American people are seeing the two-tier system of justice at play. No longer is it a right-wing conspiracy. The people that were lied to for five years who were told by CNN that Donald Trump's a Russian asset now know they were lied to. The people that were lied to about Hunter Biden's fi- and his corrupt scandals with his father overseas, now know they were lied to. The 51 Intel letter, rigging a presidential election by the fake news media and the intelligence agency, now know they were lied to. But it's for the same mapping that they've done for everything, a two-tier system of justice, be it in the courts, in the judicial system, in the executive branch, in the intelligence community, and on the bench of the judicial federal, federal circuit. So the American public is seeing it. And as Donald Trump has said over and over again, They're coming after you. He's just in the way. And now everybody is being able to relate to this, and they're going to say, wait a second, I don't want my neighbor, my parents, my friends to be targeted by a weaponized DOJ at the state and federal level because I said something nice about Donald Trump or I voted for Donald Trump or I said something bad about Joe Biden. That's what's happening here, and that is going to be a massive amount of voters that go to Trump. You, you know, I'm, I'm not
0: just saying this. As I listen to you talk about President Trump and all of us being targets, I literally get a pit in my stomach. It physically makes me ill, what's going on in this country today. But I am grateful, Cash, there's people like you out there, Steve Bannon, the people that watch Real
2: America's Voice, Stinchfield's Army. Oh, we win in the end, right? Last word. We do. It's going to be a rough year. And this is the turnout. Everybody who's going to come at me and you and everybody else and say, why don't you guys do more? Now it's your turn to step up. Do you want your kids to grow up in a free and safe America, a drug-free zone, a secure border? Do you want China and Russia to be second to the United States of America yet again? All of that pivots on one thing, Donald J. Trump becoming the next president and destroying the two-tier system of justice. It has to happen. And as you say, it will be up
0: to all of us, not just the TV pundits, not just the mm-hmm. political consultants, not just the candidates, all of us. Cash Patel, Absolutely. always great seeing you, buddy. Thank you. Thanks. Have a great evening. Absolutely. Don't forget about his book, Government Gangsters, coming out very soon. All right, folks, I want you to check out the shirt I'm wearing. See what it says? Freedom Fighter. Because that's what I am. It's one of my shirts from uh, Defender-Gear.com. Defender Gear is doing it right, man. They are offering up statements for your T-shirts they are going to show the world just how loud and proud you are when it comes to freedom, when it comes to conservatism, when it comes to the values that this country was founded on. I want you to go to Defender-Gear.com forward slash grant. Uh, use promo code GRANT15 for 15% off of your order. Defender-Gear.com forward slash grant. I'm loving these shirts I'm wearing them uh, now for, I don't know the last two, three weeks of podcasts, loving them. I'm wearing them to the gym. I'm wearing them under a blazer. And here's what defender gear is all about. It's about pushing the values that this country was founded on. It's about being strong and a strong voice for freedom and letting the world know where you stand. Sometimes we can't use our voices. So we use our chest. What we see on our shirt tells the message, and it lets everybody around us know where we stand if you're going to try and take our country. You're not getting it from us, not when we're wearing Defender gear, that's for sure. Defender-gear.com forward slash grant. Again, use the promo code GRANT15 uh, for 15% off of your shirts, and I promise you, you will not be disappointed. The fabrics are freaking great, and uh, I just love my Defender gear shirts. Defender-gear.com forward slash grant, use promo code grant15. I saw a story at last night about Joe Biden, who is now using fake names. Um, well, I say he's now using fake names. He was using fake names during his time as vice president. The question now becomes, is he using fake names now? I wouldn't put it past him. So this was an interesting story because I had seen rumblings of this over the last couple of years that Joe Biden... Uh, is using names like Robert Peters to send emails when he was vice president. He was sending it from his email address as vice president, CCing names like Robert Peters. Here's another one. Robin Ware. Now remember, Joe Biden's middle name is Robinette. Uh, Another one is JRB Ware, uh, which Joseph Robinette Biden, JRB would be his initials. Some of these were Gmail addresses. One was a pci.gov address. And I'm going to get into that in, in just a moment. But James Comer, the head of the Oversight Committee, has now sent an email to the National Archives requesting all emails related to this email address. Well, of course, he needs to be looking into this because the question becomes, why was he using fake names as vice president? Is he using fake names as president? And who was behind this scheme? Now, it gets even more interesting because the scheme of the fake emails all appear to surround Ukraine. So we see seeing not only this fake email address, but also Hunter Biden. So one of the emails that James Comer specifically uh, was looking into was this email uh, that forwarded Joseph uh, Biden's schedule, then vice president. Uh, to Hunter Biden, and on the schedule was a phone call with Porchenko, the then president of Ukraine. Now, he makes the claim that he's not in business with his son. At this time, his son had an $83,000 a month contract with Burisma, uh, along with Devin Archer and others. So James Comer on the oversight committee wants to know, why are you sending emails with a fake email address to Hunter Biden showing him that you're having a phone call with the then president of Ukraine. Now, Joe Biden was tasked with Ukraine relations by Barack Obama. How convenient for Joe Biden when his son's making millions in Ukraine, right? I don't like the idea of no transparency. And this appears to be what we're up against. Every single uh, turn of the corner with the Biden administration, with the Obama administration, there just absolutely is no Transparency. So Hunter was on this email. Uh, Then I see that the email comes from PCI.gov. Now, I don't know what agency PCI.gov is. And I'm going through article after article after article yesterday, trying to find out has anyone looked into how Robin L. Peters, Robert L. Peters, gets a PCI.gov address with not one outlet? looks into PCI.gov. Now, anyone that's been around the Internet, buying and selling websites, starting websites, buying domain names, knows you can't get a .gov domain. You have to be a government agency to get a .gov domain. So how did Joe Biden get a .gov domain that, that PCI appears to have no agency attached to it? So I recruited the help last night of my friend Kash Patel. Kash Patel, you know, is a great confidant of President Trump. He was a former federal prosecutor. He also was instrumental in uncovering the Russian collusion hoax against against President Trump when, um, when Trey Gowdy and others put him to the task to investigate all of this. So Kash Patel gets on the case for me. And he comes back with... He can't find PCI.gov, but he does a couple little extra searches, and he finds that PCI.gov is somehow attached to the executive office of the White House. Now, why is the White House now using a PCI.gov address? Who else has phony emails? Who else has fake emails? This could end up being... A huge story, and nobody's looking at it except Old Stinchfield and Cash Patel, of course. So we're going to try to get to the bottom of who was using this and who set it up for him. Because whoever gave the approval to set up a uh, gov address has to know something about the shenanigans the Bidens were playing. Does it lead back to Barack Obama if this is coming from the executive office of the White House? So I'm going to file a formal question with the White House, and see if they come back to me with with some answers on this. My guess is they're not going to respond to me, which is par for the course for them. So now, as I look deeper into this, okay, so this is the Stinchfield morning answer investigation. I look deeper into this, and I find an email on Hunter's laptop from. A Robin Ware account. Now, this is another one of Joe Biden's fictitious emails. And this one is forwarded from Joe Biden's vice presidential account to this Robin Ware Gmail account. And it's an email from none other than then Deputy Secretary of State Anthony Blinken. Now Then Secretary of State, Anthony Blinken, Deputy Secretary of State, who is now Secretary of State, okay, I'm not trying to confuse you, forwards an email, or Joe Biden gets this email from him. You know what's in this email? This email is talking about Bo Biden's trip to Ukraine. Now, wait a second. I thought Bo Biden was squeaky squeaky clean. What is Bo Biden doing in Ukraine now? Well, The Bo Biden email, apparently Bo Biden goes out with the help of the, uh, with the State Department to give an anti-corruption speech in Ukraine. Now, isn't this the pot calling the kettle black? You got a member of the Biden crime family going to Ukraine, the most corrupt nation on earth, quite, quite possibly giving a talk about anti-corruption. Not long after that, Joe Biden goes in and makes his demand for the prosecutor to be fired who's looking into Burisma. But the two things that I'm blown away by are you got a PCI.gov address nobody's talking about, and then, of course, you've got this Bo Biden visit to Ukraine that I was not aware of, talking about anti-corruption, and Antony Blinken Involved in it. Antony Blinken is now the Secretary of State. Could this all have something to do with what's going in Ukraine today, right now? Is a cover up underway? Is payback underway? I don't know, but none of it looks good. None of it smells good. None of it seems good. So, Bo Biden, God rest his soul, he's dead now due to cancer. Didn't die in war, as Joe Biden continues to claim over and over again. We're not going to get any answers from Bo. Doesn't appear we're getting any answers from Joe. I would like some answers from Hunter if we get him in front of this committee oversight or judiciary, either one. But we've got to subpoena Hunter Biden. It has to happen today as more and more of this information comes out. And I want... Congress. And maybe I'll send this over to Jim Jordan and and James Comer. I'll send this information about the dot gov address for them to look into to see where those tentacles reach to. And I'm telling you what these Biden tentacles reach far and wide. Spiders, snakes, whatever you want to call them. They're crawling around in Washington, D.C. and have been for a long time. And the only people losing, getting bit by these spiders and snakes are, of course, the American people. All right, my friends over at PatriotMobile.com want to help you. Patriot Mobile is doing it right when it comes to cell phone service. I use a Patriot Mobile phone. They are offering you the promo code. Use it, grant. PatriotMobile.com forward slash grant. Use promo code grant, and you get free activation. Why do I want you to go to Patriot Mobile? Because Patriot Mobile is part of what I'm calling the parallel economy. Conservative companies that are pushing And believing in the values that we believe in, why give your money to woke cell phone companies when they're going to spend it on organizations like Planned Parenthood, donate to Democrat politicians, when in the end you could give your money to Patriot Mobile. You got 100% U.S.-based customer service. It's America's only Christian conservative wireless provider. They got an unbelievable performance guarantee. Switching is easy with that U.S.-based customer service. So please... Go to PatriotMobile.com forward slash grant. Use promo code grant. Get free activation. 878-PATRIOT is the number. 878-PATRIOT. I promise you, you will not be disappointed. My son has one of these. I have one of these. And uh, they're amazing. And and here's the best thing. I know the folks that run Patriot Mobile. They are great. Uh, these are the types of people you would want to support. PatriotMobile.com forward slash grant. All right, don't forget to go to GrantStinchfield.com, GrantStinchfield.com, Stinchfield 1776 on all the social media outlets. Subscribe to the podcast, please. It is so important that we push this message far and wide, and I'm so grateful to Stinchfield's army for doing just that. Um, I want to go through this video that I saw. Pretty amazing stuff here. This is talking about Wi-Fi routers. When I tell you that safety and security and privacy, the days of us, having privacy are gone. There are cameras everywhere. We've talked about this a lot on this program. Um, but what if there's not cameras? What if there's just routers? Could hackers, technological advances? Could they use routers to see what you are doing? The answer to this question is yes, listen to this.
1: So what they did is they had um, you know a camera looking at a space with people in it. Um, that's sort of like coming in from one eye. The other eye is the radio signals, so sonar from the uh, wifi router. And they just learn to predict like, this is where the human beings are. Then they-
0: So they're using basically AI. They're taking a camera in a room and they're filming what the person is doing. Then they're using the radio waves from the routers in the room. They're combining that picture and then ultimately taking away the camera. It took away the
1: camera. So. All the AI had was the language of radio signals bouncing around a room, and this is what they're able to reconstruct. Real-time 3D pose estimation.
0: So what he's showing there, if you're not watching on the Rumble channel, what he's showing there is people moving around a room. It looks like almost X-ray vision, infrared kind of views of people moving around, and it's without a camera. It's with routers only. That means if people were able to hack into big corporations, you'd be able to see what everybody's doing behind walls. It's like x-ray vision.
1: Right? So suddenly, AI has turned every Wi-Fi router into a camera that can work in the dark, specially tuned for tracking living beings.
0: A camera that can work in the dark that isn't really a camera, specially tuned for tracking human beings. Does that sound like a good thing? This is what I tell you when I talk about the dangers of artificial intelligence. There is certainly a use for this. Could you imagine if the United States military in Afghanistan could get into the routers of a terrorist safe house and they'd have real eyes inside the house while Navy SEALs are going in to kill the individuals inside. That's a real world uh, use of that technology that would be for good, killing terrorists. But what if the government were to turn that around on all of us and use it for bad, use it to track where we're going, what we're doing, what private things in our life we're doing? Can they end up making a digital picture of that? Can they use it to blackmail you? Can they use it to figure out your habits of what you do? Uh, Maybe they could ultimately figure out how to break in to your house. Safe codes, computer laptop codes. I don't know. All these things are at stake. I don't like it. AI is useful. I have put it to use, but I'm not a fan because in the end, I think it is going to be the downfall of this society. And again, you talk about privacy, safety, and security. What do I tell you about Midas Gold Group? That's what Midas Gold Group is all about. Privacy, safety, security, security specifically when it comes to your finances, but all of this stuff plays into what we're talking about. I urge you to talk to the folks at Midas Gold Group to think about putting some money into precious metals. I have done it. I think you should too. Midasgoldgroup.com, that's the website, 855-322-GOLD, 855-322-GOLD, Midasgoldgroup.com, Midasgoldgroup.com. And again, they can take a portion of your IRA, or retirement account, put it into precious metals, and uh, now you've got a precious metals IRA. That's a great move. Not to mention physical gold, gold you can hold at a time when it is so imperative that we have alternatives to cash as the war on cash is very, very real. Gold minus goldgroup.com, minus goldgroup.com. All right, folks, again, please do not forget to go to the website, grantstinchfield.com. All the links to subscribe to the podcast there. Sign up for the email list as well. I'll put out some updates every now and then. I don't overwhelm people with the email list, but uh, but it is great to have you there because God forbid we get deplatformed some, from someplace. I need the ability to communicate with Stinchfield's Army, and this email list is the way that I will be able to do that. So I thank every one of you. Stinchfield's Army Rolls, thanks to all of you.